good. Do you worry at all about like the other people? Like... Yes, Carl. Surprise. All right. <laughs> I know I don't well, act like it. Cleared that one up <laughs> after 20 years. Today, This American Dice presents Dungeons and Dragon Balls, Episode 3. After getting their asses thoroughly handed to them by Bone Nasher the Ogre, our heroes have to make a quick retreat. Perhaps they can regroup and come back. But for now, they have to escape deadly, tenacious trackers. Like, come back here! You killed my wolf! You killed my dog! My pets! And you guys are running from this ogre, um, the dirty panda. Our, our warrior is looking very worse for the wear. Um, Lee was... Uh, uh, Mad Dog also hurt pretty bad, or no? Am I making yeah, that up? Yeah, he was hurt very bad. Yeah, so Mad Dog, the wizard as well, um, already kind of an older man, uh, now looks not only frail, but very wounded. Maybe you, uh, the other folks, Dolly Doll and Sulzberg, are having to like help them move through this castle. Above the castle, we hear the crack of uh, thunder and lightning. As you guys head back to uh, the first chamber, the first room of the castle, and uh, I assume out the portcullis gate of the front of uh, Castle Damara. So, what's the game plan? Are you heading back to town? Are you going to try to find a quiet place to rest, salve your wounds, and then return to uh, Battle Bone Nasher, the, the ogre? Um, what's the game plan? You still have yet to find the orb of dragon kind. So, Dawi Doll will be embarrassed to go back to town if we go back as failures, and he'll say as much. Say so I won't be known, uh, by you, you tallies—that is, humans taller than him—that uh, that I that this dwarf came back empty-handed. It's it's just a light scratch. And looking at like you guys barely hanging on to life. <laughs> I just look around in confusion because I'm like almost dead. Yeah, we're gonna have to uh, do something to uh, bandage y'all up. So I can start the process of like cast light wounds, roll, see if I get to retain the spell, cast it again, if that's what you want. If you guys just um, if you rest. guys just rest though, it'll solve a lot of that without you having to mess with that stuff. So I guess that those those are our two main options: are try to head into the woods to find a place to rest, or go back to town. I know Dawi Dal is not okay with going back to town. What's everybody else thinking? All right, let's walk to the woods. I walk to the woods and uh, actually I climb a tree and then I go to sleep in said tree. Well, there were some knolls in the woods, right? We saw some gnolls on the way here. Earlier, though, you did, also, you did also kill some gnolls. So, if you want, you can try to find a good place to rest by maybe observing your surroundings, perhaps discerning the reality in which you in which you now are. Yeah, I'll have a poke around. Awesome. Okay. Cool. So, when you discern realities, when you closely study a situation, roll plus wisdom. Got a seven. What should I be on the lookout for? Hmm. You pretty much nailed it. Um, you know that Bone Nasher has in his employ uh, gnolls, 
and that Knowles, who that you already, which you know about, are trackers. They're excellent trackers. So you guys are going to have to find a very specific spot. Like you're going to have to find a safe place to rest, and you're very much going to have to be on your guard because now that you've kind of tipped your hand that you're nearby, it would be um, it would be incredibly foolish for Bone Nasher to just stay. Uh, just like stay in this castle and keep looking for this orb when he knows there are theoretically assailants that could come back at any moment. Hmm. Okay, well, what I'm going to do is go back to the group and wait for someone to ask me for my advice. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, y'all. What? You know what? I, I can definitely play into that. Um, my new bond with Mad Dog is that I believe you are spiritually strong in a way that I would like to achieve on account of your sojourn into the spirit world earlier. Uh, and when you come back, uh, uh, Dowie Doll is like, what did you find, uh, old one? Is like a way of like respect uh, in nice. greeting. Finally, the respect. Getting the respect I deserve. Yeah, finally, man. Um... Uh, Medog will say, uh, I've uh, looked around this plane and others, and uh, from what I can tell, we're not safe here. The Knolls will track us uh, anywhere around here. We should go back to town. Oh. Ooh. Uh, We may have failed in there, but our failure will be much greater if we stay out here. All right, so Dawido will start to object, and he's just like, no, come on, laddie. You, you've seen what he can do. Clearly, the spirits want us to go this way, and he'll like keep his keep his tongue to himself. And he'll like sort of nod, look to the other party members, to see if they agree. I'm just I'm just waiting because I I don't I don't even know what's going on because I'm really hurt. And uh, I'm not hurt at all. On down, <laughs> down to party. All right, but we got we got two votes for going back to town. I'm in for I'm I'm in for whatever. Back to town. Cool. So, could um, I'm going to suggest a roll in a second? If Lee, if uh, Madog makes this roll, he'll get a plus one to it. Okay. Um, But basically, there are going to be people pursuing you as you attempt to go back to town. Okay. This would be a defy danger to, to essentially get back to town before they can. This is would be to basically outrun them. Can I defy the danger with my smarts by like picking the fastest right route back? That sounds perfectly n- reasonable. Yeah, right. you get plus one because we're following your advice, right? Yeah, because uh, you're so acting. I rolled a five. If uh, if it's int. Uh, if it's intelligence, then uh, that's an eight altogether. So All right. plus, that's... plus two for intelligence, plus one for the forward. That's pretty good. Okay, so um... All right, I've got two options for you. Um... We have to leave someone behind. We have to leave someone behind. Um, no, one option would be that you guys get back to town, but the Knolls um, and the trackers have very kind of clearly seen the routes that you guys have taken, and you'll essentially just be putting off uh, possible trouble in the 
to the future. Mm-hmm. Another option would be in your wounded state having to smite, smite, to fight and possibly smite a small party of these uh, trackers or should I say pursuers. Mm, that's, uh, uh, one question on that second point. So I just got a new spell. Does that mean that I can use the spell now or do I have to go back into town and like prepare it before I can use it? Technically, you're supposed to be able to prepare it, but... Uh, and yeah, since we're so close to being able to rest, let's say you, you need to do that. Okay, then I'll choose the not fight option. Okay, cool. So you're just like, hurry the hell up, hurry! And um, as you guys kind of come into sight of the town, there's this chase that's going on where you can hear um, the kind of like cackling bark laughter of these gnolls. I say, um, run faster, you fools. Yeah. A non non proprietary ex- <laughs> exclamation. Yeah. And maybe and maybe the gnolls hear you and they're like, We will <laughs> like, like they think you're encouraging them. Not you. Yeah. Oh wait. Yeah. Um so they're they're chasing after you guys and you can hear their like footsteps kind of catching up to you guys and catching up to you. Maybe um there's even like an arrow or two that whiz by you guys that are like super close. And then, just as you kind of come in sight of the town, and a few of these arrows come by, there's a there's one or two like city guards who come out to join you and are like, "What's going on out here?" Awesome, level ninety nine NPCs, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Why didn't we do it? Well, that's not my <laughs> job description. So yeah, but so uh, these guards, these city guards, kind of come out, or these town guards, whatever you want to call them, come out. And um, then, like, the forest behind you is just quiet. And again, you made this journey that previously you had made in essentially, like, two days. You made this in a very, very short time. I think you're arriving here just as, like, day is breaking. Um, and uh, we'll say the, the rain begins to clear. Though, there could be thunder and lightning still off in the distance. Dun, dun, dun. Didn't you so, guys yeah. get a ton of gold the last game? You guys oh, yeah. Got oh, yeah. You should spend all of it while we're in town. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I got a fancy um, N suites for all of us. And um, and then a lot of ale and uh, some ladies for uh, Sully since he's not hurt. Yeah. I'm not hurt either. Don't party, ah. ladies. <laughs> See, I guess you guys are probably as well. You guys are back hey, at the red. Let's role play that scene. I, I just, yeah. I just throw, I just get in, in there, just throw like a bag of coins at you guys, and then I pass out again. Yeah, yeah. Good, <laughs> good on you in your highly injured state to haul eight hundred and twelve coins <laughs> along with you. Yep. Yeah, that's a real team player right there. Yeah. So you guys head back to the Red Dragon Inn or the Red Dragon Tavern, and you throw down a bunch of money for drinks. And um, everybody's like, yeah. And a bard comes up and is like, mm, for the tale of the dirty panda and his group and his generosity, he remained the best of friends with everyone who was we. And um, <laughs> he like sings that song. And he's playing, I guess, a fiddle based on the hand motions I was making. Or he was jerking off weirdly, maybe. You don't know. Um, uh, yeah. But... 
you guys are able to get all this stuff. Everybody's there and is trying to kind of do a combination of mooch drinks off you guys and like talk to you and be like, yeah, what's up? We can help you out with this or that. What do you, what, what do you want? What do you want? And eventually several of the town's guard come in and they're like, what's going on? You guys. Oh, it's you. I thought it was you who came in. I was the person who saw you earlier. I just wasn't sure of it. You guys need, need to come see Nethril. Who's Nethril? Well, he's the high wizard who tasked you with going to find the thing in that <laughs> castle there. <laughs> not good with names. That's uh, such a high wizard names. that he can go out and do it himself, though. Yeah. You know? just, yeah. A, do we do we have to see him now, or can we just wait till we're recuperated? He's like, oh, I don't know. You better. He's he's. He, this is a pretty important task. Maybe you should go talk to him now. I'm I'm like put my head down, I grab uh, ale and then I grab uh I grab uh Dowie, you know, by the neck and be like, What say ye, Dowie? Uh yeah, yeah, Dowie would be down for that. Says um only only good sense to report in. Uh tell them about the danger to the town and whatnot. Can we send like one person? As then the rest of us just like be Barry, an ambassador. Yeah, uh, that that works if you guys want to do that. And never split the party, but yes, let's do that. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so so Dowie Doll goes to head to see the High Wizard Nethril. Can I just can I update my XP yet or my uh, my damage yet? Or I'm sorry, my um yeah my Have you uh, rested yet. I, yeah, right now I'm resting. Oh, your hit, your hit points. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Just, just, just give it a second. We'll, we'll get to that in a second. All right. All right. But um. Yeah. So Dowie Doll is going to see Nethril. Mm-hmm. Anybody going with him or no? I'll go with him. Okay. So Dowie Doll and Mad Dog. Oh, on the to... way, he'll be asking him like subtle questions, like, "No, when you were on the other side, old one, uh, did you see?" Uh, tally ghosts or ghosts of all sizes. I mean, do dwarves Mad- get to go there? Madog will just think that Madog um, is having an Alzheimer's moment, and mm-hmm. that this thing <laughs> that Dowie's talked about actually happened, but he has no memory of it. <laughs> so he's gonna uh, fill in the blanks. <laughs> yeah, he'll not only fill in the blanks; he'll just tell Dowie everything he wants to hear. So he says, "Oh, Dowie, there were tall ones and short ones, dwarves and elves." Actually, there weren't any elves there. Oh, but, but dwarves and humans, halflings, but no elves. It's a glorious place, a perfect place. <laughs> there was a sign on the wall that said, "My other elf is in hell." Yeah, and as much <laughs> as much ale as you could drink, it stank of stale ale there. <laughs> oh, I hope to follow in your footsteps one day, old one. Well, not too soon, I hope. Like nod sagely. All right. So when you get to uh, the tower that the wizard Nethro lives in, um, the guards kind of step aside and let you come in. You're back in so soon. Uh, <laughs> Have we, you found it? We encountered we got... the terrible ogre, and he oh, named us horribly. Uh, we got. We only escaped within an inch of our lives. Now, oh, oh well. Oh, hold on. Now we we put a wall up on him. You know he won't soon forget our meeting. It's just we wanted to we wanted to come back and 
and take a breather just to make sure the town was safe. Oh, and he, I'm sure he, he ate your comrades. Is that the case? Uh, some of them. He ate about half of each. He ate half of each of them. Oh, God, which half? (laughs) The half that'll regrow with a good night of ale and good company. Oh, I see. You must be my sister-in-law's small dog, because you're pulling my leg. (laughs) He says, now don't be like that. We will be due to go back first thing in the morning. Just wanted to let the town know of the, the danger in the woods. Fine, fine. A deal's still on, the job's still good, but please, waste no time. You have to go there. For every moment we we wait and we rest, Bo Nasher and his minions are digging up the castle, getting closer and closer to the tomb of Damara and the orb of dragon kind. And for Bo Nasher to get such a terrible thing will be a great uh, tra- tragedy for all of us. An ogre dragon does sound pretty bad. Yeah. It'd be pretty cool, but at the same time, bad for everyone. Except Bone Nasher. And those gnomes. Yeah. Who seem kind of sentient, if you think about it. I would say gnomes are sentient, yes. It's kind of hard to know that we had the right of this one. I mean, if Bone Nasher wants to turn into a dragon and kill everybody in town and enslave them, then I think we're doing well to make sure that doesn't happen. But given the Norse history, is this enslavement or more reparations? (laughs) (laughs) I don't need your your revisionist Knoll history. They've already got a month. They've got a Knoll history month and we don't need... Where's my (laughs) wizard history month? Oh my. And he gets like real... he, He has like a um make make Freedale great again hat on uh like on on the shelf on that weird looking lizard creature that he has. Anything else with Nethro or is there like any questions or anything like that? I think the one thing uh Maddog would ask of him is like, is there anything you can give us to help us in this quest? We faced the ogre once and he was far too powerful for us. Uh I fear that if we face him again without help, uh you know we'll will go the way of uh, your elf lord. And I think, and and again, this is this, um, this module not having an actual answer to this. This is just going to be what I'm going to go with. He'll say, you also, spoke of a tr- that be like a manipulated person or something like that, whatever. Ooh. Uh, yeah, sure. You can do that. Okay. Good. Cause uh, it's much better than just being given whatever you're about to give us. Yeah. I've got, <laughs> I got charisma coming out the wazoo. <laughs> I don't. Nice. I don't either. All right. So I rolled a total of a five. All and, right. That's bad. And I have <laughs> a modifier right. of negative one. So four. All right. That's very bad. <laughs> so what does right. he take from us? <laughs> yeah. He's like, give me your pants. No, um, <laughs> give, give them to me. <laughs> oh, he, he helps us by giving more like uh, make Freedale great again propaganda. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, yeah. He, he has, he'll say like, that. Let me tell you about the one true race. It's gnomes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He'll he'll say he'll say, oh, extortion, huh? Listen, I we made a we made a good bargain, and every minute every minute you hang around here and try to swindle me out of more out of something else 
is another minute I don't have to make sure that this place is, is prepared in case you guys fail. If you want any help beyond that, you're going to have to vote for this guy in the next election. And it's, it's a picture like, of a null. It, it's a picture of like a... An elf. It's a gnome with like a, with like a very pronounced uh, wig. I was already planning on voting for that guy. Thank you very much. All right, then. Seems like we're all set. (laughs) Let's get out of third, Dowie Doll. We've got a job to do before this city falls apart. Yeah. This city. All right. Yeah. Meanwhile, the Dirty Panda and Sulzberg are in the Red Dragon Tavern partying like crazy. Sulzberg slowly uh, siphoning coins off of uh, Panda to pay for more beers and the attention of women. And then uh, Panda is just like with both of his arms around two uh, very nice ladies going like, and there it was uh, just in the middle of this battle. Mad Dog had died and gone and became a ghost. And I just had to do it. I just had to. Ki- and then you guys walked in, and there they are. Um, would you be willing to spend a hundred coins on this? Do it. Absolutely. High roller. Come on. Answer is always yes. Yes. All right. Um, could you? Why? Why only a hundred? There's a question. And you get you. Well, you get a plus one for every extra hundred coins. That's Ooh. right. You get the platinum crystal package for just another two hundred. Do it. Do two. All right. I do 200. <laughs> All right. This is such a bad idea. So then go ahead and make a, make a roll uh, with at plus one. For a D20? Uh, for 2D6. 2D6. Uh, so you're going to be two, rolling 2D6 and you'll add one to the result. Yeah. So roll... Oh shit! A two, and then roll a one. <laughs> a one. I roll a four. Ooh, that's really bad. Okay. <laughs> so, don't forget to mark XP. Yeah, every time you fail a roll, you get experience point. Yeah. yeah. So that, that part's good. You spend two hundred gold. You're buying everybody drinks and everything. And um, there's a guy in the corner who he turns and uh, in the middle of stuff. Um, all of a sudden, his voice cuts through things, and you hear, "Hey, gone to the castle, have ya?" And you look over, and there's a grizzled man with long white hair, and he's missing an eye, and he has a big scar over his face, and he's missing a bunch of his teeth, and he's got two hooks for hands, and he's got two peg legs, and he's sitting on a stool, and he's got a a thing of a thing of mead, but with like a crude medieval straw in it, so he could sip at it. And he says, "Gone to the castle, eh? Well, just know that that castle is cursed, and all who go there, they end up wishing they died before they ever did." Went from more of a Scottish to a pirate voice, but fuck, fuck it. Hey, no reason he can't be both. You know what? I'm a Scottish pirate. There you go. The name's Blackbeard MacPherson. <laughs> Redbeard MacPherson, actually. That was my brother, but sure. 
All right. Uh, sounds like this uh, fellow has a story to tell. Let's, uh, let's hear him out. If they're waiting for you to get back. And he like looks at everybody with his one eye. He kind of squints at him. And he says, if they're waiting, waiting to be saved by you fellas going there, aye, you'd be better served getting the hell out of here before it's too late. These boys are, these boys are doomed. And everybody relying on them is doomed too. And I think this dude just kills the mood of the party entirely. Everybody's like, oh shit. It's like, it would be like going to like a sex party and being like, by the way, everybody, let me tell you about AIDS and other STDs. And you're like, oh, I feel really weird about this. I look around and I'm just like, worst 200 coins ever spent. Yeah. So you guys, you have rooms. You got a lot of drinks. But yeah, everybody is like, oh. All right. I said we bounce. This party died. Yeah, and he'll say, he'll say like, go get your rest. Get your rest now so you can get more rest in the grave. Lest you, lest you be wise and and head head out far away from that castle. If you can. <laughs> Again, he's drinking out of a straw. I, uh, I grab the two ladies I'm with and then a third dwarf that I don't know if it's a lady or a man and I uh, head to my room. And the dwarf says, it's all cool. And you guys you guys head up there. But again, I think like the the, the whole mood is soured. So you can you head up, but everybody's it's all everything's awkward and weird. Just the way I like it. Yeah. But yeah, so you guys are able to recover when you do nothing but rest in comfort and safety. Recover all your HP. Hmm. So yeah, so you guys stay there for like a full day. Like you got there at sunrise this day. If you leave at sunrise the next day and just chill out resting, you get all of your HP back. Let's do that. I'm down with that. All right. So um, we get some shots of you guys resting. Uh, I'm going to ask everybody a question. And if I asked you this question before, let me know. But um, Sulzberg. Yep. Why does Sulzberg need this money and need this to go well? Did I ask you guys that already? Uh Sulzberg's uh, planning an extension on his uh, uh, halfling hole and uh, wants, to, <laughs> wants to have a new wing. Gotcha. Okay. So he's like, finally, I can have the home I've always dreamed of. The hole I've always wanted. So how about Dowie Dahl? Why is he on this uh, adventure? Why is he doing this? Or why does he need the money if he's just for money? Um... One sec. Um, trying to see if this would be out of character for him as a cleric of lawfulness. Uh, hell, screw it. Let's say he's not a very good cleric of lawfulness. So, like, his ostensible reason is that he wants to like raise money for the church, but in reality, uh, he took out a 
big loan to fund a brewery that like he thought was like like his family and like his friends were gonna run he's gonna be like the biggest thing he quit being a cleric and he'd like just go like make it all the time and it totally floundered so now he owes a bunch of people money okay it's very medieval medieval monk we're involved with all these weird businesses i mean breweries if anything for sure trapeze all right. How about the Dirty Panda? Why is he on this uh, adventure? Um, originally, I I say like, what <laughs> money's included in this? Because you're getting paid. And uh, I did it just because. Um, who has the rock? Uh, because Mad Dog found a rock, and I've just been following Mad Dog, trying to get my rock back. So tell us about that rock. What is what's going on with that rock that uh, has? inclined the dirty panda to uh, follow mad dog for this rock. He had seen it earlier while, um, while Dowie was, uh, he like kicked it. And then afterwards, mad dog picked it up later on. And, uh, and that's where I've realized that Dowie knows a secret and mad dog has the rock and I'm just following them around. Who did the, um, who did that rock remind you of from your, uh, from your past or from your history? I can't remember. Ooh. Um, what's the last thing that you do remember? Uh, last thing I remembered is, uh, I really like beer. Okay. So we'll have to figure out. So we've got an amnesiatic character and sorry. You said Dowie knows something about the rock. Dude, I just know that there's that you know a secret. If for some reason, Dowie kicked the rock and then Mad Dog picked it up, so I feel for some reason I need to follow wherever that rock is because it was a different color than the other rocks. Is this a rock we found like during our adventure or this is before? It... Before. So, to your knowledge, you're following this rock, and yeah. to all of our knowledge, we have no idea what you're doing. <laughs> exactly. Right? Okay, got it. Cool. Okay, well, let's we'll have to explore that as we go here. But all right, so in the morning, the following oh, wait, day, good good thing we got someone who can talk to rocks. That's true. That's oh yeah, you're right. Very good point, man. And fine. Oh, finally, uh, Mad Dog, why is it that you're on this uh, adventure? Or if it's for the money, why is it that he needs the money? He doesn't need the money. Um, Mad Dog's like past his prime. He was like a um, a legend back in the day. Uh, and now he lives in the shadow of his own glory. And uh, this is like a training wheels exercise to sort of like prove to himself that he's still got it, that he can still do stuff. Okay. Cool. All right. The truth is, maybe he can't. Ooh, and that haunts him. When he remembers to be haunted. The next day breaks... And we, uh, we see the characters come down one by one from the top floor of the Red Dragon Tavern. Um, oh, still there's a storm brewing. Uh, but the skies are somewhat clearer than they had been the night you uh, rushed here. It's, uh, it's the, the sun is just beginning to, to rise. And I think there's some of the town guard who are like, all right, quick. You guys need to, you guys need to hurry back. Before we leave, um, I end up uh, coming out with uh, 
two extra rations for everyone because we only had three out of five rations beforehand? Or does that also get it upgraded while we were resting? No, and in fact, um, well, I'll say that you guys didn't need to, since you spent so much money at that thing, you guys don't need to use up any of your rations. Uh, but can I get more rations for everyone? Um, I think one of the downsides of that of that thing is you'd have to both of you guys kind of uh I think these town these town's guards are like pushing you like you have to get back. Uh, yeah, we, we spent your uh, your coin on some pretty frivolous stuff. Oh, it's yeah, and and within the game mechanics of it, um Mad Dog was asking Nethril essentially for some extra stuff and he failed that role. And then uh, the dirty panda was asking, was was trying to have a good time, and he could have gotten some extra stuff and failed that role. And so now I think like there's a lot of people who gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Oh, and maybe, um, oh, maybe one of the things that you see is there are people who are packing up, like in town. There are folks who are like, "We're out of here." They're packing up like a bu- like a bunch of their possessions on a mule, and they're like, "We're going." Not a lot of faith in the adventurers to uh, succeed in the mission. No, <laughs> they just think that Wig Gnome is going to win the election. You know, <laughs> they don't. You know, Freedale, more like not so Freedale. Yeah, Prisondale. Yeah. Okay. So we just started. Um, we just started walking back to the castle. So you guys are headed back. Okay. Well, if we're headed back, I should tell you guys. Um, when we were leaving, we were being chased by those gnolls and uh, had to make a sort of split-second decision to fight them. But uh, now they know the routes that we've taken. They're likely going to be walking into an ambush. Mm. Should we take a... I know, is there an alternate path? Well, if you ask me, what I think we should do is turn the ambush back on them. Oh... I like it. What do we do? Um, maybe we send one person in there as a ruse, and then we all come in from behind, surprise them. Well, I can uh, scout shit out, look for uh, trap-like ambushes. Yeah, you can find the ambush. I can step into it, and the rest of you can spring the trap. I take out my axe. All right. So we're going to work this kind of a similar way to when you had to make this journey before. So, oh, should we do that? Uh, here's a quicker way. We're just going to have one of you do this rather than do three different rolls. Sorry. You're good. Whoever is going to be the scout, the one like making sure you guys don't walk into an ambush. Um, yeah. Could you roll? It would probably be either intelligence or wisdom. Um, could we go with intelligence? Sure. I'm feeling pretty smart after all that rest. Yeah, so it would be that. But because of the previous problem, it's going to be at a minus one. You were in a Holiday Inn Express last night. Yeah. So whatever your whatever your regular roll is, add your bonus, and then minus subtract one from that. What's the uh, previous problem? The previous problem was basically that these gnolls theoretically are oh, right, right, right. like laying in wait for you guys, and this is the like the direct result of a problem from before. Word. Okay, so it's uh, you said one d six. 
It's 2d6. So whenever you're like, unless you're rolling damage, you're almost always going to be rolling 2d6 plus a stat bonus. All right. E, that's not good. Uh, four, and I have a plus one intelligence. So still four, I guess. Is it still four? Okay. Yeah, that does stink. Going into the woods, Sulzberg is ahead. He's scouting ahead, meaning I think that he's probably like a significant distance ahead of you guys, trying to quietly move through the forest to find you. The rest of the group is behind him by maybe 30 to 50 yards at least. So that way he can kind of like see what's going on, hear what's up, and come back to you to let you know what's going on. And evidently all those uh, ales at the tavern uh, made me a little clumsier than I normally am. Possibly. Um, either either all the ales at the tavern um, while you're, or maybe that like while you're healed up, kind of being rushed out made you guys like a little uh, less than, less than ready for things right away. Um, perhaps, or perhaps the gnolls are just such good trackers that I think you guys, uh, we run into a situation where um, there's a brief period of time where you guys, oh, La Dirty Panda, Dowie Doll, and Mad Dog have not heard from Sulzberg for a bit. Generally, he'll kind of come back and give you a heads up that things are clear as you'll keep moving, and then he'll kind of go up farther ahead by a good bit and then kind of pop back. And again, this whole journey is only like a, a day, day and a half journey. And you guys are taking your time. But suddenly, the Dirty Panda, Dowie Doll, Mad Dog, Sulzberg hasn't come back for a bit. And you guys have been trudging along kind of cautiously. But he's not really been... You haven't heard back from him for a little bit. I uh I just go into the uh, edge of the forest and go, caca caca. I don't hear anything back, and I'm like, should I throw something? Yeah, there's no there's no uh, real response to that. Hmm. Um. I'm looking through my character sheet. See if there's anything I can do. Ooh. So, so maybe you can good. for me. So one of my like major things is petition my deity for divine guidance. When you petition your deity according to the precept of your religion, you grant some useful knowledge. Mm-hmm. And so my deity is a deity of knowledge and hidden things, and the precept of my religion is gaining secrets. Okay. So I to understand that means I can ask him for guidance like shortly after gaining a secret essentially yeah if you ever even actually have a deity sounds like some <laughs> bullshit hey hey listen you saw you, you saw his i don't know what i saw wait Sulzberg's not even here he can't say not shit promise. now he's like he like it habits he like has free rent in my head and i'm just like oh, oh man gotcha, gotcha. doubter you know and it's called divine intervention it's called divine guidance Divine guidance. It's the so a starting move. Yeah, for the okay. Sorry, I thought it was divine intervention. Okay, divine guidance. You can you can do that 
I think one of the big things with it is like you have to, it has to be kind of connected to that precept. So am I right in kind of assuming that I have to essentially gain some secret hidden knowledge before I can use it? It can only be, it just can only be related to secret or hidden knowledge. Oh. All okay. right, so I, uh, I get frustrated and just like charge in there because that's what I'm supposed to do. Okay, that works. You are granted some useful knowledge or boon related to your deity's domain. Oh, I hadn't, I hadn't thought of that. Yeah, so it, it just has to be related to that thing. So, for instance, oh. just because you don't know a thing doesn't mean it's not a secret. So you could ask about it, but it's not really connected. So, like, the stereotypical, like, Bilbo Baggins, what's in my pocket? That is related to knowledge, but it's not. I did try that earlier. It's, it's um, so secret. Like, yeah. So, really, it's more about I can petition my deity to gain the answers to secrets potentially yes cool you got it yeah that one i'm sure there's some like kind of uh additional stuff that i'd have to figure out or look into the the paladin has a move that's somewhat similar but it's like you have to live up to your to get the blessing of your deity you have to like follow whatever the precept is and if you fuck it up then you lose this stuff but all right, so Dawi Dahl is thinking about this and kind of maybe mumbling prayers, like or like whispering prayers under his breath as you guys are kind of trudging through. And again, it's very quiet, a little too quiet. You haven't heard from Sulzberg, and the dirty panda freaks out and just like r- charges up ahead. I, I yell, little buddy. He yells, little buddy. Could <laughs> you? I don't want to eat poop. Oh, she blows. Could you roll a D8 for me, Wally? D8. Let me uh, yes. post it up. I'm rolling a D8. I get mm-hmm. a 7. You get a 7. So you're going to take 7 damage as an arrow flings in, flies into you. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, and you're like, oh, shit. Yeah, and there's just an arrow sticking into your body. Your Your armor detracts or subtracts from that. But, yeah, and you hear, like, the quiet laughter, like, <laughs> I don't know how to do a good hyena sound. So it's just going to be that really annoying laughter. <laughs> okay. So is he within the eyes uh, uh, around us? I think you guys saw him, like, rush up ahead and then suddenly stop and cry out. And, I cry uh, out. I cry out. Sulzberg! All right, sounds to me like battle is joined. So. Yeah, actually, let's let's pause there for a second. Going back to Sulzberg, Sulzberg, you hear off in the distance, Sulzberg. But at the moment, um, you are upside down, tied by your feet, your hands bound, and you're being poked with sticks by none other than a group of kobolds. Classic Bastards. kobolds, and they're they're poking you with sticks. Several of them have, um, like, Wait, daggers. What's a kobold? What is a kobold? Allow me to put the second edition D&D Monsters Manual image of a kobold into the thing. So kobolds are little... They look like rat people in the second edition D&D stuff. Oh, I thought they were, like, lizard people. They are usually described as lizard-like people. They're I like, like to... Th- they're like I, tiny little dragons, like salamanders, right? I like to think of them as a combination of both. I thought they were dragons. If, if you lived, if you lived in a world where lizards were rats, 
kobolds are the very small humanoid nasty versions of that. Gotcha, we live gotcha. in that world. It's called New York Miss. City. <laughs> Where lizards are rats. Man. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles have their work cut out for them this summer. All right, but yeah, so you, you're being poked by all these kobolds. Um, there's... Fuck, how many of them are there? There are... So I've got my feet, like, tied up in one of those little, like, rope sling trap things or something hanging upside down. Or yeah, I, exactly. That, all that's tied a, up. That is exactly the situation. I think your hands are tied up, your, your feet uh, are tied up, and, uh... You're you're being poked by these kobolds. Oh, um, I think there are I think there are four of them, and they're poking you with sticks. Again, one has a dagger and is like, like oh, should we uh, should we slice off a little bit of him now? And another one says like, like oh, we'll use him for bait. Let's go fishing. And one with a scorpion on a stick, like you see in that image, is like whipping the scorpion on you. So like at any point, it could sting you. Um, and, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep quiet for a second, because I, I heard, I heard some rustling, and I, I'm just not gonna provoke these guys yet. All right. Meanwhile, back with the, uh, the rest of the group, Dolly Doll and, uh, Mad Dog, you, you see this happen to the Dirty Panda, where he rushes forward, and then he screams out in pain, and, um, what, what is your reaction to this? Oh, I'm thinking we're about to have a good old-fashioned tuss, tuss, tuckus, rus, ruckles. It, it's it's tuckus, and as a New Yorker, you know ex exactly what that means. A good old ruckles. A, a William S. Ruckles house. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm gonna cast um, uh, magic weapon on my warhammer, which sort of uh, makes it more powerful. Go for it. Before I run in there, and I got a. And don't forget, guys, every time you fail, you get an experience point. I got a 10. Oh, Wait, look no, at I'm you. sorry. Sorry, I got a 9. You got a 9. Okay. Yeah. So, um, Mad Dog could kick that 9 up to a 10 if that's really important or if it does enough. Uh, let's see what happens. When you cast a spell uh, on a 7 to 9, you draw and welcome attention or put yourself in a spot. You're casting distances you from your deity. Take minus one ongoing to cast a spell until the next time you commune, or after it's cast, the spell is revoked. Uh, so that, that's that's the potentials. Okay, so it's the it's the same. It it works just fine, but you have those negatives. That a choice of one of those. Gotcha. Yeah. So that that's up to you. Do you do you need this to succeed full fully? Where we, where we need to get Mad Dog to push that up to a 10? I wouldn't want him to sacrifice his action for it. I'm not going to help. Okay. So yeah, so Dawi Doll, what does it look like when you summon the uh, the blessing of Toth to uh, to to imbue your hammer with uh, the strength of knowledge? Um, uh, I, I, so I'll, I'll take the, my shield and my war hammer off my back um, and I'll whisper into my warhammer, Toth be good, Toth be right, lend me Toth the mighty's might. All right. And you hear in your head, knowledge, knowledge is power. power. And um, we see your, your hammer glows or something like that. 
or it maybe it like all of a sudden has a graduation cap on it, mm-hmm. like a spiritual yeah. graduation cap on, and um, you're are you running ahead? Yeah, and let me just go ahead and pick um, for the hell of it. I draw unwelcome attention or put myself in a spot. Fuck, that's easy then. Um, yeah, could you also roll a d8? Four. All right, you're going to take four damage as an arrow flies at you. All right, but I'm subtracting armor, right? Yes. So if your armor is two, wanna, then you... I just want to be clear on something, as much as I enjoy not having to talk about this, but you, I found a shield last time that has armor two. Mm-hmm. And you also, I also found chainmail that had armor two as well. Does that mean I have four armor? Normally, yes. Yep. And we're in a normal place right now, right? Yep. Yeah. All so right. that just cool. this this pings off your shield. Luckily, you're like, oh, I'm a tank. Damn it. All right. Cool. And you're trudging forward. Oh shit! I just I'm sorry. I just realized I don't take all that damage because I have armor. You do have armor. So, so I only and take. We heal to full, right? Yes, you did heal to heal to full. Also, though, I will say this: if you if you don't have a thing that ignores the clumsy tag on armor, you're supposed to take minus one to physical actions. Oh, okay. Uh, is chainmail clumsy? I believe it is. Yeah. All right. So cool. going going forward. Just Actually, to remember that I'm looking at the chainmail on my character sheet, the standard one. It doesn't mm-hmm. say clumsy on it. Hmm. Unless the one you gave me is. Yeah, the one that you picked up was clumsy because I, I think... asked if there, there's. I remember asking ah, that. That makes sense. Uh, whew, yeah, I think this one because we said it was it was it was better. Usual chainmail is only one armor. Gotcha. We said that this was better. It would essentially be like the equivalent of scale mail. And um, we don't gain hit points passively on leveling up, do we? Only if you improve your constitution. And so can I uh, assess or discern what all is going on? Are, are sure, there... if you want to take a look at the situation, absolutely. That does yeah. indeed sound like a discern realities. Go for it. Yeah, so I, I'd like to do that and, uh, you know, assess things uh, such as are the creatures around me being drawn away or are there attackers uh, assaulting my buddies from other places? Go for it. Go ahead and roll your 2d6 plus your wisdom bonus. All right, eight, uh, and I think plus one. Let me double check that. No, just eight. All right, eight. So you get to ask one of the discern realities questions. Do you have that list? Uh, yep. And uh, uh, <laughs> what is about to happen? <laughs> What is about to happen? Okay, so um, I'll give you I'll give you some kind of uh, knowledge. At some point, you kind of like blacked out for just a minute or two, for just a few minutes, um, and you realize like, oh, you'd been captured, and these kobolds seem to be here, kind of like guarding you or watching you, while most likely the gnolls are. Um, hunting your party members because uh, after all they're expert trackers so what is about to happen if the gnolls get their way they're going to either kill or capture your other 
uh, party members, and then um, they'll either eat you, kill you, or bring you to Bone Nasher to do one of those two things. That doesn't sound good. Or, fourth option. Eat you and kill you? Anal? Yeah, 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 yeah. Kill you and then bring you to Bone Nasher. Possibly that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, that's that's the deal. So that's what you kind of figure out as you're looking around at these at these uh, kobolds. And again, a lot some of these kobolds are like, like, you guys are gonna, you guys will, you guys will taste great. Like one says, like I say, we roast him. Another one's like, no, idiot, boiling is the way to go. If you roast him, the char is, it's it's not good for you, but it adds so much flavor. Yeah, but it's bad for you in the long run. The carcinogens. Exactly, it's carcinogens. Thank you, Derek. <laughs> yeah, don't forget to butter me up first. I want to make sure to get me all nice and greasy. <laughs> yeah, and one's like, one's like, I think I think Derek is. <laughs> Derek says like. Well, I don't know about too much butter. I mean, I'm more of an extra virgin olive oil guy myself. Not only does it have a great flavor, but it's apparently great, uh, good. It's loaded with good cholesterol. <laughs> and the other, and the other ones are like, ugh, Derek. Goddamn Derek. We get it, Derek. And then Derek goes on a long rant about uh, CrossFit. He talks about CrossFit for a long time. Yeah, and he shows you like a bunch of pull-ups, but none of them are really all the way up to the bar. He's just sort of swinging. He yeah. <laughs> well, he he he's able to do that, but you're like, wait, oh, you're so cool. you're so small and so skinny. You guys don't have any body weight. Like like at most, each of you right? weighs a pound and a half. That's what I've been saying this whole fucking time. Yeah, Derek must be taking some supplements. Yeah, Derek. Yeah, Derek lifts up his shirt and he does. He is ripped. Like you, you you're like you know what, Derek. Derek's doing, are, are Derek's doing subtle a good job. lines in his flesh above his uh, bones. He's like, look at this. I can grate cheese on these bitches. I'm like, Ugh. And the other guys are like, we get it, Derek. We get it. Anyway, meanwhile, Mad Dog, what's your game plan here? I know you weren't helping Dowie Doll uh, with that spell, but what is he, what do you what do you want to do? Mad Dog would like to cast a spell called Consult Spirits and then try to consult the spirits to the forest to um, figure out how to sort of salvage this situation and get the drop on the nulls. Sure. Let me pull that up as well. While you make that roll. Ah, okay. I got a nine uh, plus intelligence is an 11. Consult the spirits is a Contact spirits. Name the spirit you wish to contact, contact or lay to the GM. You pull that creature through the plants just close enough to speak to you. It's bound to answer any one question you ask to the best of its ability. And I say, Forest spirit, how do I get the drop on these bastards? All right. And what's the thing that you're picking as your negative? Because you got you said a nine, right? Oh, good point. Hold on. Um... You'll still get the answer. Oh, I said nine plus two is 11. Oh, okay. Never mind then. So yeah, you ask like, how do we get the drop on these gnolls? And um, the forest spirit is, uh, what actor plays the forest spirit? And what does the forest spirit look like? Anybody, anybody can throw out ideas here. Jerry Seinfeld. 
Sure, absolutely good. I can do an impression of that. And uh, he looks like a big sad tree. Yeah, a big sad tree like kind of shifts over and says like, Knowles, what's the deal with Knowles? <laughs> well, that's what I'm asking you. Yeah, they're always sniffing around. They can but find anybody in the forest. Where, are, like, where are they sniffing around? Yeah. Well, first of all, one of the things you got to know is, Knowles, they're big dogs. And what's the deal with dogs? There's a sniffing order, am I right? It's like a pecking order with chickens. And what's the deal with chickens? We'll tap his foot. Yeah, uh, he's like, he'll basically say to you that with Knowles, there's always an alpha. If you can prove that you're the biggest, baddest dog, then they'll say, oh, damn, dog. And that's me trying to be cool with the kids in 2020. Point me to the alpha. Um, or point me to the closest thing that looks like an alpha here so I can fucking fry it. Oh, he'll, he'll basically just say, like, if it's, if it's one of the gnolls, it's probably whichever one is the biggest. That's usually how it goes. But if they're working for something bigger than that, then you're going to have to scare them enough to make sure they know you're the scariest one in town. That's the deal. All right, Forest Spirit. Get the fuck out of here. All right, CB movie. (laughs) (laughs) And he turns back into a tree, but the tree's going, am I right? So I want to go find the baddest, meanest looking knoll that I can find. Okay, so you're you're, you're blast them with fireball. You're looking for looking for these knolls. All right, I'm gonna hop back to the dirty panda and Dowie doll. What are you guys up to here? Because you Dowie doll ran forward to like kind of join up with you. I automatically hit the largest dog around. I think you don't even see any of these knolls. Oh, okay. Um. So wait, what? Uh, so I've been hidden. I've been hit by an arrow. Yes. I look at the direction that I was hit by an arrow from, mm-hmm. and I throw my axe at it. Okay. Do you want to discern realities to maybe try to figure out where these enemies might be? Because uh, that, that'll give you that'll give you a bonus to your action of trying to do that. Okay. Yeah, I'll roll for that. Go for it. So go ahead and roll two d six plus wisdom. I roll d six, a six, and then the second one is a three. All right, so you're already at nine. Yeah, so plus ten, right? Oh, plus your wisdom. So is that zero, zero, zero? Okay. All right, so you have to ask one of those questions from discern realities. Um, where is this arrow coming from? All right, let me look at the things and try to answer one of the questions that's on the list. In the spirit of that one, what happened to you recently? What is about to happen? What should I be on the lookout for? Who's what should I be on? What should I be on the lookout for? Or who's attacking you, these? Is that one of the questions? No, it's not. But there, there's like a list of questions. But I'm going to answer. Uh, what should I be on the lookout for? Okay. And um, up ahead, up ahead of you, maybe like thirty yards away or so, um, you see that there are two big. There are two big trees, maybe 30, 40 yards away from one another. And they're kind of big, like imagine like live oak trees like we have in Florida where they have like these thick um, kind of like trunks to them. But almost imagine that there are parts of them that like fork very close to the ground. 
And so these gnolls can essentially fire arrows at you guys from behind these trees pretty well. So you know that they're that those are the best spots. Gotcha. So I uh, run towards the spot on the left. All right. So uh, uh, Dolly Doll, a dirty panda, sprints forward towards the spot on the uh, towards one of these big trees towards the left. Um, if I see something that would compliment compliment his strategy, then I'll do that. So hmm. if it looks like following him would be the way to go or if there's like a counterpoint tree I should go to that would make sense um yeah let's see let's see if we can let's see if we can get something here um could both of you guys who are kind of moving in that direction could you each make um what is it called defy danger rolls to try to get towards these trees and that's strength uh it would probably either be dexterity to kind of dodge out of the way. Oh, you get to pick. Or maybe I could imagine I could imagine it being quick thinking if you're like, oh, I know that I could hop between this place and this place, kind of like these will be good areas where it would be tough to, to shoot or me. How about constitution where like you go straight through a bunch of like thicket and bramble or something like that? Um, usually I'm not crazy about that, but th- that one works where if you're just like, I'm just going to trudge through this shit. I will knock down the trees in my way to get to I will. Tree. I'll definitely do that because I have a plus one in that. Thank you, Daddy. There we go. Did you say thank you, Daddy? Dowie, Dowie. But uh, oh, you, you might have said Daddy. Daddy. I mean, I, was I the only one hearing that? Or uh, sounds like Daddy to me. Uh, it's canon now. I love, I love that song. <laughs> sounds like Daddy to me. Well, it's being taped, so we can there we go. come back to Thund- the tape. <laughs> All right. All right. So I, I got a oh, twelve. So Dolly Doll got a twelve, the Dirty Panda. I'm really got D- two D sixes, right? Two D six plus your whatever you are doing it with. Six and a two. So eight. Uh, so nine. Nine. Cool. Um, we could say the Dirty Panda. You could use your bonus from the Discern Realities roll to kick that up to a ten. Okay, let's do that. Cool. So the Dirty Panda got a ten. Dolly Doll, you got a. Um, I got a, I think, what was it, 12? Yeah, 12. Awesome. So, yeah, you guys can get towards these and, like, within, um, you see arrows kind of flying past from these trees, and you get to the point where, um, you're near enough where you can engage these, um, engage these gnolls in melee combat, and the gnolls, I think, have to, like, drop the, the bows, and they reach down and pick up, um, like, short swords, uh, right. Meanwhile, meanwhile, uh, uh, Mad Dog, you're you're able to see this this going on ahead of you as these guys rush over there, and you can see them looking at these opponents. So you're able to get a heads up on where these opponents might be. Good. I want to make a dramatic display of myself. Mm-hmm. Maybe I appear behind them, um, and then I shoot them with a fireball. I'm trying to like um, engage in a. Uh, a, a show of such um, over exaggerated force that uh, the rest of them are just cowed. Okay. So, are you willing to like uh, shoot that fireball kind of at just one of these guys, kind of blind, as you like head that way? Yeah, that's fine. 
Okay, go for it. So go ahead and roll that fireball. Uh, well, first I need to roll to cast a spell. Yes, that's what I mean. Okay, that's a total of 11. Total of 11 is pretty damn good. All right. So and I can cast 2d6 for everyone nearby involving armor, but if you just want to ignore that and do whatever, I'm cool with that too. So yeah, go ahead and roll that damage. Ten is pretty damn good. Okay, so odds or evens, Lee? Mm, odds. All right. So you, um, you kind of like charge up, and what does this fireball look like? Does it like shoot out of your hands and arc forward towards this thing, or does it, is it just like you clap your hands together and there's this huge fireball? Or no, I'll say it shoots straight out of his mouth after he's done speaking the magical words. Gotcha. So you're like, Fireballo! And it shoots out of your mouth. Mm-hmm. And yeah, um, Flamio, hot man, hot knoll. And um, yeah, it shoots <laughs> at that. It blasts a hole like a shotgun, like a massive shotgun through this tree and explodes at this knoll um, right in front of Wally. Odds or evens? Evens. Evens. All right. So. It blows up kind of uh, in front of you. It doesn't hurt you, but like just the knoll in front of you just explodes, basically. And uh, I, like, yeah. I, I like the blood. Heal. I like the blood from my face. You're like, oh, give me that sweet knoll juice. Yeah, it tastes like barbecued dog. Oh, and uh, it tastes like barbecued dog and hair. You're like, oh, that smells delicious. Mesquite. Um, but yeah, so there's just one knoll, and I think it's kind of like kind of shocked for a second, and it's in front of Dawi Doll, and um, I think this thing is going to run away unless you have a game plan here, Dawi Doll. Um, I'm on it. Can I do that? Well, I didn't enchant this weapon for nothing. So okay, gotcha, gotcha. I want to. Oh, I wasn't talking to you. Um, I'm gonna use that weapon on the Noel's body. On the Noel's body. Okay, I like that weird way of putting it. Okay, absolutely. And I got a strength, right? Yes. I got a so, nine. But hold mm-hmm. on, what's magic weapon do exactly? Give me a, a magical weapon or an enchanted weapon from a cleric. The weapon you hold while casting does plus 1d4 damage until you dismiss the spell. Okay. Oh, so it just does more damage. Yeah. So you got a 9. 9 plus your strength? That was total plus my... Oh, okay. Uh, total with my strength included is 9. Gotcha. Okay. Um, Wally, if the Dirty Panda wants to help out in this attack of this knoll... I help out. Awesome. Could you roll... Do you have a bond with Dowie Doll? Uh, Dowie, I think he has my rock, right? Or is that Mad Dog? Based on your story, Dowie Doll kicked a rock, and Mad Dog has the rock, oh, and you Dowie, don't remember you know, Dowie, what the rock Dowie is knows, about. Dowie knows a secret, so uh, I gotta—I just gotta—I gotta help him out because if not, I'm not ever gonna know the secret if he dies. Okay. So, um, yeah. So then, go ahead and roll two d six and just add one to it. Who? Uh, Wally. A six and a five, baby. So that's a All right. and a twelve. Perfect. That's 12. great. So that kicks it up to uh, a ten. So how does it look when you guys uh, 
or I should say, Carl, could you go ahead and roll your damage against this knoll? Yeah, give me a second to figure out what that is. So damage is d6 and then plus 1d4. So total is... Total of seven. Seven is great. All right, so what does it look like when you guys together kill this knoll? Which, again, is a hyena person holding a sword. Um, what's your weapon, uh, Dirty Panda? Axe. So I feel like maybe it's like about to get away, but then in like a truly physics-defying leap, Dowie Doll like leaps out and uses his warhammer to just clip him in the knee. You see shards of his bone, of his patella flying out forward through his knoll pants. <laughs> and he falls to the ground uh, while he can do sweet justice with his axe. And I just start yelling, Matthew McConaughey! Alright, yeah. So meanwhile, Sulzberg, you are captured and you hear this crazy battle and you hear an explosion and you hear, Matthew McConaughey! And uh, I look to all the... Uh, uh, the gremlins, uh, kobolds, lizard rats, kobolds. Yeah, those, they're all those gremlins the to you, really. You'd be a little more sensitive. <laughs> hey, uh, I'm new to this. <laughs> it's my first adventure, everybody. I don't know what all these creatures are. Uh, no, and uh, and I say like, hey, all you little bitches. There's some uh, several gigantic uh, men and uh, assorted creatures that are all coming directly this way. Um, how does that make you feel? Okay, it sounds like you're trying to uh, talk them. Talk, yeah, have a therapy session. No, oh, talk no. them into like letting you go or or getting the hell out of here. Yeah, uh, the only thing you're going to be eating is, is shit. <laughs> oh geez shit stew again um yeah so go ahead and um roll 2d6 plus your charisma bonus for a parlay all right seven plus one just to confirm that is correct eight Ooh. okay uh how much in coins does sulzberg have on him 20 in coins. All right. I think they're like, we're going to take these and uh, get the hell out of here. Tell everybody we went that way. And they point in the direction. I will definitely say that. And they're like, you better. Okay. See you later. And then another one is like, so is that shit stew thing real? Are we really going to have shit stew for, for lunch later? And Derek's like, shit stew has too much carbs. And so... Yeah, I think these kobolds just run away and kind of like leave you there. Not grass, dang, dangling. Shit stew. Yeah, I think as a as a as a um, thief, you can un unwatched. By the time that uh, the dirty panda, Dolly doll, and Mad Dog find you, you've already like kind of gotten yourself out of this situation. Kind of slip my dagger from wherever it was and kind of done a little of that. Yeah, you've 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 wormed your way out of this position after a long enough period of time, and um, yeah, you guys are able to meet up again. And uh, yeah, hey guys, how's it going? I just slap him and be like, "You are hard after all." 
Thanks for joining us here on This American Dice. The cast for This American Dice Dungeons and Dragon Balls includes Wally as Le Dirty Panda, Alex as Sulzberg, Carl as Dawi Dahl, and Lee as Madog. Music for this episode includes Eleven by Cowpay, Land of a Folk Divided by Midair Machine, and For You, King by Ender Gunier. Be sure to join us next week for another exciting episode of This American Dice. If you're enjoying the show, be sure to tell a friend about us, subscribe on your podcatcher of choice, and if you can, leave us a good rating and review. You can also check out our Instagram, and we got a Facebook page. See you in the internet.